understanding alcohol and tobacco regulations. Howdy folks, Mike Hernandez here. Welcome, convenience store manager, to another episode of Thrive from Sea Store Center. One of your primary responsibilities is ensuring the responsible sale of alcohol and tobacco products in your store. This means not only adhering to the law, but also protecting the well-being of your customers and the reputation of your business. So, let's dive into the essentials of alcohol and tobacco regulation, including how to sell these products responsibly, check IDs effectively, and navigate compliance with state and local laws. Selling alcohol and tobacco responsibly. Selling alcohol and tobacco responsibly goes hand in hand with maintaining the integrity of your store and safeguarding your community. Here's how to do it right. 1. Know the law. First, you and your staff must be well-versed in federal, state, and local regulations governing the sale of alcohol and tobacco. Ignorance of the law is no excuse for non-compliance. Consider the case of a convenience store manager, let's call him Mike. Mike had been running his store for years without any significant issues. He had a loyal customer base and business was good. However, one busy evening, an undercover officer from the local alcohol beverage control, ABC, board entered the store. Mike's employee sold a pack of cigarettes to the officer without asking for ID. It turned out that the officer was underage. The consequences were swift and severe. The store faced hefty fines, a temporary suspension of its tobacco and alcohol licenses, and damage to its reputation. Mike had to let go of the employee who made the sale, and it took months of legal procedures and compliance training to get the licenses reinstated. This could have been avoided if Mike and his team had been better educated about the local tobacco sales laws. The lesson here is clear. Knowing and abiding by the law is not only your responsibility as a store manager. It's essential for the well-being of your business. So, where do you start? 1. Familiarize yourself with local laws. Federal regulations provide a broad framework but many specifics are left to individual states and even municipalities. Ensure you're aware of the regulations specific to your location. This includes minimum legal purchase ages, permissible hours of sale, and any local ordinances that may affect your business. Two, regular training. It's not just you who needs to know the law, your staff does too. Regular training sessions are crucial. Develop a comprehensive training program that covers all aspects of compliance. And remember, training should not be a one-time event, but an ongoing process to keep everyone informed and up-to-date. 3. Access to resources. Keep copies of relevant federal, state, and local laws and regulations. These resources can be invaluable for reference, especially in complex situations. 4. Compliance checks. Consider conducting regular compliance checks within your store. Secret shoppers or internal audits can help identify areas where your staff may need additional training or reminders about the importance of adhering to the law. 5. Seek legal counsel. In some cases, it might be beneficial to consult with a legal professional who specializes in alcohol and tobacco regulations. They can guide, answer specific questions, and help you navigate legal complexities. By ensuring you and your staff have a solid grasp of the law, you're taking the first essential step in selling alcohol and tobacco responsibly. Remember, this knowledge protects your business and plays a significant role in safeguarding your community and promoting a culture of responsibility. 1. Check IDs religiously whenever someone looks underage, or even if you have the slightest doubt, ask for identification. Acceptable IDs usually include driver's licenses, state-issued IDs, and passports, but also check local guidelines. 
Picture this scenario. Sarah, a diligent convenience store manager, was known for following all the rules and regulations, especially when selling alcohol and tobacco. One busy Friday night, a group of young adults entered her store. They seemed friendly enough, but something about their demeanor raised a tiny flag of concern in Sarah's mind. As they approached the counter, Sarah calmly asked each group member for their IDs. Most of them produced valid IDs, except for one young man who claimed he'd left his wallet in the car. He assured Sarah he was of legal age. But Sarah knew the drill, no ID, no sale. She politely but firmly informed him of the store's policy and denied the sale. Disgruntled, the group left without making a purchase. Sarah didn't think much of it until she received a call from a local police officer a few days later. It turned out that the young man without the ID had been using a fake name and attempting to buy alcohol underage. He'd been involved in an accident later that evening after consuming alcohol from another store. Fortunately, no one was seriously hurt, but the incident could have had grave consequences. Sarah's diligence saved her store from potential legal trouble and played a significant role in preventing a potentially disastrous situation. Here's how you can emulate Sarah's commitment to checking IDs. 1. No exceptions. Make it an unbreakable rule in your store. No ID, no sale. It doesn't matter if someone looks old enough or seems trustworthy. You can't sell to them if they can't prove their age with a valid ID. 2. Acceptable IDs. Familiarize yourself and your staff with the acceptable types of IDs according to local and state laws. Driver's licenses, state-issued identification cards, and passports are safe bets. However, some regions may have their specific guidelines. 3. Training. Ensure that your staff knows how to spot fake IDs. Regular training sessions help them stay sharp. Consider investing in ID checking devices that can quickly verify the authenticity of an ID. 4. Be polite but firm. It's not about being confrontational. It's about adhering to the rules. If someone doesn't have the required ID, politely inform them of your policy and tell them you can't complete the sale. Remember, checking IDs isn't just a legal requirement. It's your responsibility to help prevent underage access to alcohol and tobacco. It's a vital step in ensuring the safety and well-being of your community. So, make it a habit, and you'll stay on the right side of the law and contribute to a safer environment for everyone. 1. Age verification tools. Take advantage of age verification tools, if available. Some regions offer online databases for verifying the authenticity of IDs. These can be invaluable in reducing the risk of human error. Meet Alex, a seasoned convenience store manager who prides himself on staying up to date with the latest technologies that could aid in age verification. One day, a customer approached the counter to buy a pack of cigarettes. The customer seemed mature enough, but Alex had learned to trust but verify. With a friendly smile, Alex asked for the customer's ID, which was handed over without hesitation. He took a closer look, then pulled out his smartphone. Using a special app linked to a state-run database, he quickly scanned the ID's barcode. Within seconds, the app confirmed its authenticity, displaying the customer's date of birth and a green checkmark. Satisfied that the ID was valid and the customer was of legal age, Alex completed the sale. The entire process was quick, efficient, and error-free. Here's how you can follow in Alex's footsteps and harness age verification tools. 1. Know your resources. Research what age verification tools are available. Some regions have online databases linked to government-issued IDs that provide real-time verification. Others might have specialized apps or devices for this purpose. 2. Training. Ensure you and your staff are well-trained in using these tools. Familiarize yourself with the features and limitations of the chosen method. 
Regular practice can make the process swift and efficient. Three, stay current. Technology evolves, and so do the methods for age verification. Keep up with the latest developments in this field. Attend training sessions or webinars if they're available. Four, consistency. Make age verification tools a standard part of the sales process. Regardless of how old a customer looks or how confident you are in their age, scan or verify every ID without fail. 5. Efficiency matters. The advantage of age verification tools is their speed and accuracy. They reduce the chances of human error. Remember, these tools make your job easier and more reliable. By incorporating age verification tools into your routine, you streamline the process and significantly reduce the risk of mistakenly selling age-restricted products to minors. Like Alex, you can confidently serve your customers while complying with the law. It's a win-win situation, ensuring the safety and well-being of your community while keeping your business running smoothly. 1. Train your team. Proper training for your employees is key. Ensure they fully grasp the legal age limits, understand the repercussions of selling to minors, and appreciate the importance of rigorously checking IDs. Your employees are your front line in ensuring compliance, so their understanding of the laws and the significance of their role is paramount. Meet Amy, a convenience store manager with a team of dedicated employees. She understood that for her store to operate responsibly and ethically, she needed to invest in her team's knowledge and competence. During a team meeting, Amy shared a story with her employees one sunny morning. She recounted an incident from another store in their chain where a cashier had sold alcohol to a minor. The repercussions for that store were significant, a hefty fine and the temporary suspension of their alcohol sales license. Amy didn't share this story to instill fear, but to underline the importance of their role in the process. She emphasized that each employee played a crucial part in upholding the law and ensuring the store's reputation. Here's how Sarah ensured her team was well-prepared and responsible. 1. Comprehensive training. Amy conducted thorough training sessions for her team, covering the legal aspects and moral and ethical responsibilities. They knew that selling alcohol and tobacco to minors wasn't just a violation of the law. It could also have severe consequences for young customers and their families. 2. Age verification drills. Amy's team frequently conducted age verification drills to practice what they had learned. They would role-play scenarios where one employee would try to buy an age-restricted product and the others had to verify the age correctly. These drills honed their skills and made the process a seamless part of their daily routine. 3. Legal Consequences Amy ensured her team understood the potential legal consequences of selling alcohol or tobacco to minors. Fines, license suspensions, and even criminal charges were on the line. Understanding these repercussions motivated her team to be vigilant. 4. Incentives for Compliance Amy introduced incentives for compliance to encourage her employees to take their responsibilities seriously. An Employee of the Month award was given to the team member who demonstrated the highest commitment to age verification and responsible sales. 5. Open Communication Amy maintained an open-door policy for her team. If they ever had doubts or concerns about a customer's age or the sales process, they knew they could approach her for guidance without fear of reprisal. By investing in her team's education and emphasizing their role in responsible sales, Amy ensured that her store complied with the law and cultivated a sense of pride and responsibility among her employees. They understood the bigger picture and were committed to protecting their community's well-being. Just like Amy, you have the power to shape a responsible and informed team. Training and nurturing their sense of responsibility can go a long way in ensuring that your store operates within the bounds of the law while serving your community effectively.
One, use signage. Display clear signs in your store indicating the legal age for purchasing alcohol and tobacco. This helps customers understand the rules and shows your commitment to responsible sales. Let's meet Joe, an experienced convenience store manager who knows the value of using signage to promote responsible sales. Like any other, his store had its fair share of regular customers and newcomers. Joe recognized that clear and prominent signage could help set the right expectations and remind everyone about the rules. Here's how Joe made signage an integral part of his responsible sales strategy. 1. Age verification reminder signs at the entrance of his store and near the alcohol and tobacco sections. Joe prominently displayed signs reminding customers and employees to verify IDs for age-restricted products. These signs served as constant reminders of the store's commitment to following the law. 2. Legal age information. Joe also put up signs indicating the legal age for purchasing alcohol and tobacco in his state. This was particularly helpful for newcomers who might need to become more familiar with the local regulations. Customers could quickly glance at the sign and know what to expect. 3. Checkout counter prompts. Joe ensured that the cash registers and checkout counters had signs asking for ID when age-restricted products were scammed. This made it a natural part of the transaction process and further reduced the chances of oversight. 4. Employee motivation to encourage his team to stay vigilant. Joe displayed signs in the backroom emphasizing the importance of responsible sales. These served as visual cues for employees to take their responsibilities seriously. 5. Local law notifications as state and local laws regarding alcohol and tobacco sales can vary. Joe kept signs with information about local regulations in a dedicated section. This helped his team stay updated and informed. The impact of these signs was remarkable. Regular customers appreciated the transparency in Joe's commitment to responsible sales. Newcomers were quickly educated about the rules, and everyone understood that the store had a zero-tolerance policy for underage sales. Remember, the goal of using signage isn't just to meet legal requirements. It's about creating a shopping environment that's safe, respectful, and trustworthy. Signs can play a significant role in achieving this goal. So, consider the power of clear and well-placed signage whether you're setting up your store for the first time or looking to enhance your responsible sales practices. It's a small effort that can make a big difference in promoting responsible alcohol and tobacco sales in your convenience store. Checking ID and AIDS verification. Checking IDs is a critical aspect of responsible sales. Here's how to go about it effectively. 1. Create a consistent procedure. Develop a standard procedure for checking IDs that all employees must follow. Consistency helps minimize errors. Meet Miranda, a dedicated convenience store manager who took creating a consistent procedure for AIDS verification to heart. She knew that having a transparent, uniform process was essential for minimizing errors and ensuring that every customer interaction adhered to the law. Here's how Miranda crafted her consistent ID checking procedure. 1. Standard Operating Procedure Sarah developed a step-by-step -step standard operating procedure SOP, for checking IDs. This document outlined the exact process employees must follow when facing age-restricted product purchases. It included detailed instructions, such as the order of actions, greeting the customer, scanning the item, requesting ID, and so on, a list of acceptable IDs, and how to handle various scenarios, e.g., expired IDs or suspicious documents. 2. Training. Miranda ensured every new employee received thorough training in the SOC. This included role-playing scenarios where employees practiced checking IDs and handling difficult customers. Regular team meetings had reminders and refreshers to keep everyone sharp. 
Three, consistent tools. Miranda ensured her store had consistent tools for age verification. All employees had access to an electronic age verification system that scanned IDs, provided instant feedback, and flagged suspicious IDs. This eliminated the guesswork and ensured that everyone used the same reliable tool. Four, signage. As we discussed earlier, Miranda placed clear signs at the checkout counters, reminding employees to check IDs for age-restricted items. These signs reinforced the importance of the SOP and served as visual cues during transactions. Five, supervision and feedback. Miranda implemented a process for ongoing supervision and feedback. She periodically observed her employees during transactions to ensure they followed the SOP correctly. Constructive feedback was given and any deviations from the procedure were addressed promptly. The results of Miranda's consistent procedure were evident. Her employees felt confident checking IDs effectively, knowing they followed a reliable and standardized process. Customers appreciated the consistency and were less likely to challenge the procedure because it was consistently applied to everyone. Miranda's dedication to creating and maintaining a consistent ID checking procedure paid off in an environment where even a single mistake can have serious consequences. Her store became known for its responsible sales practices, and the community trusted her team to do the right thing. So, if you're a convenience store manager looking to enhance your age verification process, remember that consistency is key. Develop a clear and comprehensive procedure, train your team rigorously, and use consistent tools to ensure every customer interaction aligns with the law. It's a simple yet powerful way to promote responsible alcohol and tobacco sales in your store. 1. Inspect thoroughly when presented with an ID. Check it for expiration, damage, or alterations. Pay attention to details like the photo, date of birth, and holograms or security features. Anecdote, let's meet John, a seasoned convenience store manager who knows that a cursory glance at an ID won't cut it. John's commitment to inspecting IDs thoroughly prevented underage sales and helped maintain the store's reputation for responsible practices. Here's how John approaches the critical task of inspecting IDs. 1. Expiration date. John's first move is to check the expiration date on the presented ID. He knows that selling age-restricted items to someone with an expired ID is against the law. He advises his staff to look for this detail before anything else. If the ID is expired, the sale doesn't proceed. 2. Physical condition. John and his team inspect the physical condition of the ID. Bent, torn, or damaged IDs can signify tampering or forgery. If an ID looks like it's seen better days, John advises his employees to scrutinize it more carefully. 3. Alterations. Alterations on an ID can be a red flag. John emphasizes that employees should look for any signs of tampering, such as scratched off or reprinted dates. Scrutinizing the font and alignment of the printed information can reveal inconsistencies. 4. Details matter. John knows the devil is in the details. He advises his staff to carefully compare the photo on the ID to the customer's face. Any significant discrepancies should raise suspicions. He also encourages his team to cross-check the date of birth with the customer's appearance to ensure they match. 5. Security features. Many modern IDs come equipped with security features like holograms, UV images, or watermarks. John's team knows to look for these features and ensure they're present and authentic. A missing or poorly executed security feature is a warning sign. 6. Training and practice. John doesn't just preach thorough inspection. He encourages his staff to practice it regularly. He conducts mock scenarios during training where employees assess the authenticity of various IDs, including some with intentional errors. This hands-on approach sharpens their skills and boosts their confidence. 
John's dedication to inspecting high Ds thoroughly ensures that his store doesn't become an unwitting participant in underage sales or fraudulent activities. His employees have the knowledge and confidence to spot a fake or altered ID from a mile away. By emphasizing the importance of checking IDs meticulously, John safeguards his business and plays a crucial role in responsible alcohol and tobacco sales. He knows that in this business, every detail matters, and his commitment to thorough inspection is a testament to that. So, convenience store managers, remember that meticulous inspection is your best ally when it comes to checking IDs and AIDS verification. Train your team to pay attention to the expiration date, the physical condition, alterations, details on the ID, and security features. The little things can make a big difference in ensuring responsible sales practices in your store. 1. Be attentive. Some fake IDs can be pretty sophisticated. Train your team to look for subtle signs of forgery, such as inconsistencies in fonts, colors, or materials. Even the most convincing fake IDs can be unraveled by a keen eye for detail. Let's meet Amanda, an experienced convenience store manager who knows that vigilance is the key to keeping her store in compliance with age-restricted sales laws. Amanda's commitment to being attentive has saved her store from inadvertently selling age-restricted products to minors. Here's how Amanda and her team approach the art of being attentive when checking IDs. 1. Subtle inconsistencies. Amanda has trained her employees to look for subtle inconsistencies in IDs. This includes variations in fonts, colors, or materials. She explains that counterfeiters often struggle to replicate these elements perfectly. For instance, a slight color mismatch between the printed date of birth and the rest of the ID can be a telltale sign. 2. Feel and texture. Sarah emphasizes the importance of the feel and texture of the ID. Authentic IDs usually have specific textures and features that counterfeiters find challenging to replicate. Sarah encourages her team to use their tactile senses to detect any irregularities. 3. Use UV light. Amanda invests in UV light tools that can reveal hidden security features on IDs. These features are nearly impossible for counterfeiters to mimic. By shining a UV light on the ID, her team can quickly spot these security elements. 4. Microprinting. Many legitimate IDs incorporate microprinting, which consists of tiny text that's nearly impossible to replicate accurately. Amanda's team is trained to use magnifying glasses to examine this microprinting for any signs of forgery. 5. Date consistency. Amanda advises her employees to scrutinize the consistency of dates on the ID. Counterfeiters might make errors, such as using different date formats or failing to update the year correctly. 6. Employee collaboration. Amanda encourages her team to work together. Employees who are uncertain about an ID are instructed to consult a colleague for a second opinion. This collaborative approach helps ensure that every detail is noticed. 7. Refusing sales politely. Amanda has instilled in her staff the importance of refusing sales politely when there's any doubt about the authenticity of an ID. She explains that it's better to decline a sale and potentially inconvenience a customer than to risk violating the law. Amanda's attentive approach to checking IDs means her team is always on high alert, ready to spot even the most subtle signs of forgery. She understands that counterfeiters are becoming increasingly sophisticated, and staying ahead of them requires a sharp eye and continuous training. By being attentive to every detail, Amanda ensures that her store complies with age-restricted sales laws and maintains its reputation for responsible practices. Her vigilance helps protect her business and prevents underage sales. So, convenience store managers, remember that being attentive is your best defense against fake IDs. 
Train your team to look for subtle fonts, colors, or material inconsistencies. Encourage them to feel and examine the texture of IDs. Use UV light tools, check for microprinting, and collaborate with colleagues. By being vigilant, you can maintain a safe and compliant store environment. 1. Request a secondary ID. If you need more clarification about an ID's authenticity, ask for a secondary form of identification. This could be a credit card or a school ID with a photo. Sometimes, a little extra precaution is necessary when verifying customers' age. Let's meet George, a conscientious convenience store manager who knows that checking IDs is crucial to selling age-restricted products responsibly. George understands that sometimes, even with the best training, it can be challenging to spot fake IDs. That's where the practice of requesting a secondary ID comes in handy. Here's how George and his team approach this additional layer of age verification. 1. Standard Procedure George has requested a secondary ID as part of the standard procedure for his store when there's any doubt about the authenticity of the primary ID. He emphasizes that it's not an accusation of wrongdoing but a responsible measure to ensure compliance. 2. Acceptable Secondary IDs George's team is well informed about the types of secondary IDs they can accept. These may include a credit card with the customer's name and photo, a school ID with a clear photograph, or any other government-issued ID that contains a photo and corroborating information. 3. Be courteous. George trains his staff to request a secondary ID politely and professionally. They are instructed to explain to the customer that it's a store policy to verify age when there are uncertainties about the primary ID. This approach helps maintain a positive customer experience. 4. Consult a colleague. If a team member is unsure about requesting a secondary ID, they should consult a colleague or supervisor. This collaborative approach ensures that no customer feels singled out or unfairly treated. 5. Secondary ID consideration. George's team carefully examines a secondary ID. They check for consistency between the primary and secondary IDs, ensuring that names and photos match. This thorough verification process adds an extra layer of assurance. 6. Refusal with respect. If a customer cannot provide a secondary ID or has doubts about their age, George's team is trained to refuse the sale respectfully. They explain that it's a matter of legal compliance and store policy. George understands that requesting a secondary ID is a responsible and necessary step to ensure that his store adheres to age-restricted sales laws. He emphasizes that the goal is not to inconvenience customers, but to protect the business and community from the risks of selling age-restricted products to minors. By implementing this procedure, George and his team go the extra mile to prevent underage sales while maintaining a welcoming shopping environment. It's a practice that reinforces their commitment to responsible retailing and compliance with the law. So, convenience store managers, remember that requesting a secondary ID is a sensible and lawful approach when in doubt about an ID's authenticity. Ensure your team knows the acceptable forms of secondary identification, maintains a courteous attitude, and collaborates with colleagues when needed. Doing so, you help create a safer and more responsible shopping experience for all your customers. 1. Be respectful while checking IDs is crucial. Handling the process respectfully and professionally is equally essential. Make sure customers feel comfortable and treated fairly. Anecdote, meet Julie, an experienced convenience store manager who understands the significance of combining strict age verification with a respectful and courteous approach. Julie believes that a respectful attitude ensures compliance and enhances the overall shopping experience. Here's how Julie and her team approach the task of age verification with respect. 
One friendly greeting, Julie trains her staff to start each customer interaction with a warm and friendly greeting. A simple smile and a polite hello, how can I help you today, can set a positive tone for the transaction. Two, privacy matters. Julie knows some customers may feel self-conscious when asked for ID. To respect their privacy, she ensures that the age verification process takes place discreetly, away from the gaze of other shoppers. Three, explain the process. Julie's team is trained to explain the reason for age verification clearly and politely. They tell customers it's a legal requirement to check IDs for certain purchases, emphasizing that it's not a judgment on their age but a standard procedure. 4. Use positive language. Julie's staff uses positive language when asking for an ID. Instead of saying, I need to see your ID because you look young, they say, for legal compliance, I'll need to verify your age with your ID. 5. Express appreciation. After verifying the customer's age, Julie's team expresses gratitude with phrases like, Thank you for providing your ID. I appreciate your cooperation. This small gesture goes a long way in making customers feel valued. 6. Handle refusals gracefully. Julie's team handles the situation gracefully if a customer cannot provide an acceptable ID or is underage. They apologize for any inconvenience and explain the store's commitment to following the law. 7. Training on respect. Julie ensures that her staff receives training not only on the technical aspects of age verification, but also on how to be respectful and courteous. Role-playing exercises help employees practice these skills. 8. Customer feedback. Julie welcomes customer feedback regarding the age verification process. She's created an environment where customers feel comfortable expressing their opinions and concerns. Julie believes that a respectful approach to age verification helps with legal compliance and fosters customer trust and loyalty. Customers are more likely to return to a store where they feel respected, even during age verification checks. Convenience store managers, remember that respecting your customers during age verification is paramount. Train your team to use positive language, be courteous, and handle refusals gracefully. By doing so, you'll comply with the law and create a shopping environment that customers appreciate and respect. Compliance with state and local laws. State and local regulations can add an extra layer of complexity to selling alcohol and tobacco. Here's how to navigate these. 1. Licensing. Ensure you have all the licenses and permits to sell alcohol and tobacco. Licensing requirements can vary widely, so stay up to date. Let's meet Tony, a dedicated convenience store manager who understands the significance of licensing when selling age-restricted products responsibly. Tony manages a convenience store located in a vibrant neighborhood. He's witnessed the ups and downs of businesses around him, including some getting into legal trouble due to licensing issues. Tony knows this is one area where he cannot afford shortcuts. Here's how Tony ensures that his store is always compliant with state and local licensing requirements. 1. Regular checks. Tony doesn't leave licensing matters to chance. He conducts regular checks to ensure that all the required licenses and permits are current. This includes licenses for selling alcohol and tobacco and general business licenses. 2. Renewal calendar. To stay on top of license renewals, Tony maintains a detailed calendar with renewal dates fees, and contact information for relevant government offices. This calendar serves as a visual reminder, ensuring no renewal deadlines are missed. 3. Documentation. Tony keeps copies of all licenses and permits in a readily accessible file. This organized approach not only aids in quick reference during inspections, but also provides peace of mind. 4. Staff training. Tony understands that compliance is a team effort. 
He ensures that his staff knows the licensing requirements, especially regarding age-restricted product sales. Regular training sessions include a segment on the importance of adhering to licensing laws. 5. Regular communication. Tony keeps in touch with local licensing authorities and networks with neighboring businesses. This open line of communication helps him stay informed about any changes or updates in licensing regulations. 6. Seek legal guidance. Tony seeks legal advice in complex cases or when faced with unclear regulations. He knows that professional legal guidance can save him from costly mistakes. 7. Audit ready. Tony maintains his store in a way that it's always audit ready. In case of surprise inspections, he and his staff know where to find all the necessary documents and licenses. 8. Local involvement. Tony actively participates in local business associations and chambers of commerce. These forums often provide valuable insights into local licensing matters and upcoming changes. Tony understands that maintaining proper licensing is not just about following the law but protecting his business, employees, and customers. It ensures that his store operates within the bounds of the law, reducing the risk of fines, penalties, or even temporary closure. As convenience store managers, never underestimate the importance of licensing. Every store is subject to unique state and local regulations. Make licensing compliance a priority in your store, just like Tony, to ensure the responsible sale of age-restricted products and the overall success of your business. 1. Hours of sale. Be aware of the permitted hours for selling these products. Operating a convenience store comes with its own set of unique rules and regulations. Among these, understanding and adhering to the permitted hours for selling age-restricted products, such as alcohol and tobacco, is crucial. These hours can vary significantly based on state and local laws. Awareness of and following these hours is essential to responsible sales. Let's delve into the story of Jan, a dedicated convenience store manager who knows the importance of abiding by hours of sale regulations. Jan manages a convenience store situated in a picturesque town. It's the kind of place where the community values its peace. Jan knows the store's reputation and standing in the community are heavily influenced by its adherence to local regulations, particularly regarding hours of sale for age-restricted products. Here's how Jan ensures her store always operates within the legally allowed hours for selling alcohol and tobacco. 1. Familiarity with local laws. Jan thoroughly understands the local laws governing hours of sale. She recognizes that these laws can vary widely, even within the same state. 2. Prominent signage. Jan places clear and conspicuous signage indicating the legal hours for selling age-restricted products in her store. This keeps her customers informed and demonstrates her commitment to following the rules. 3. Employee education. Jan ensures her employees are well informed about the hours during which they can and cannot sell these products. Regular training sessions reinforce this knowledge. 4. Schedule management. Jan carefully schedules her staff to align with the hours of sale regulations. This prevents any accidental sales during prohibited hours. 5. Communication. Jan proactively communicates with her employees regarding any temporary changes in hours, such as holidays or special events. She ensures everyone is on the same page. 6. Monitoring. To be sure about adherence, Jan occasionally makes surprise visits to her store during non-business hours. She checks surveillance footage and cash register records to confirm no violations. 7. Engaging with the community. Jan believes in maintaining strong ties with her community. She participates actively in neighborhood meetings and local business associations, which keeps her updated about any changes or concerns related to hours of sale regulations. 
Eight, documentation. Jan keeps meticulous records regarding the hours of sale. This includes any special permissions she may have obtained for extended hours during certain events. Having these records on hand is invaluable during inspections or audits. For Jan, ensuring that her store operates within the legally allowed hours for selling age-restricted products isn't just a matter of compliance. It's a way of building trust within her community. She knows that by respecting the local regulations, she can maintain her store's positive reputation and continue to serve her loyal customers. As a convenience store manager, remember that hours of sale can be a nuanced area, subject to change based on local ordinances. Take a page from Jan's book and make sure your store respects these hours. Ensuring responsible sales of age-restricted products and fostering a positive relationship with your community. 1. Advertising rules when it comes to selling alcohol and tobacco responsibly in your convenience store. It's not just about what happens within your store, but also how you promote these products. Understanding and complying with advertising rules set by state and local authorities is another critical aspect of responsible sales. Let's explore the experience of Mark, a seasoned convenience store manager, and how he navigates advertising regulations to ensure his store remains compliant and well-respected in the community. Mark manages a bustling convenience store located near a college campus. This means that a significant portion of his business comes from students, some of whom may be underage. To maintain a reputation for responsible sales and adhere to advertising rules, Mark follows these key practices. 1. Awareness of regulations. Mark prioritizes staying informed about state and local advertising regulations related to alcohol and tobacco. He knows these regulations can change and being up to date is essential. 2. Store signage. Mark is meticulous about placing store signage. He ensures that advertisements for alcohol and tobacco products are not displayed near the entrance where they might be visible to passersby who are underage. Instead, he places them discreetly within the store, ensuring they are not overly prominent. 3. Age-restricted areas. Mark designates specific areas within his store for age-restricted products and makes it clear through signage that only customers of legal age are allowed in those areas. This approach complies with advertising rules and reinforces the importance of responsible sales. 4. Online advertising. Mark knows that advertising extends beyond his physical store. If he engages in online advertising, he carefully ensures it's not targeted towards a young or underage audience. He also keeps track of any changes in digital advertising regulations. 5. Local partnerships. Mark fosters strong relationships with local authorities, including those responsible for enforcing advertising rules. This communication helps him stay in the loop about new regulations or guidelines. 6. Regular audits. Mark periodically audits his store's advertising materials to confirm compliance with current regulations. He also checks any promotional materials received from suppliers to ensure they meet the criteria. 7. Employee training. Mark trains his employees on adhering to advertising rules. They understand the potential consequences of non-compliance, both for the store and themselves. 8. Community engagement. Mark actively engages with his community, including local colleges and universities, to promote responsible alcohol and tobacco sales. He participates in discussions about advertising practices and seeks feedback from the community. For Mark, responsible advertising isn't just a legal obligation. It's a way of being a responsible community member. 
by ensuring that his advertising aligns with state and local regulations and by actively engaging with the community, Mark maintains a positive image for his store. As a convenience store manager, remember that advertising rules can vary from place to place and change over time. Be like Mark and make compliance with these rules a part of your commitment to responsible sales. This keeps you on the right side of the law and helps you build trust and goodwill within your community. 1. Pricing regulations. As a convenience store manager, it's crucial to maintain responsible sales of alcohol and tobacco, not just in how you sell but also in how you price these products. Pricing is closely controlled in some states and regulatory authorities may set minimum pricing requirements. Staying in compliance with pricing regulations is a key part of responsible sales. Let's delve into the story of Betty, a dedicated convenience store manager, and how she ensures that her store's pricing aligns with the stringent regulations in her state. Betty manages a small convenience store in a state with strict pricing regulations for alcoholic beverages. The state government has established minimum pricing requirements to prevent excessive alcohol consumption and promote responsible sales. To navigate this regulatory landscape successfully, Betty has developed a strategy that ensures her store's pricing remains compliant while maintaining profitability. 1. Understanding the regulations, Betty begins by thoroughly understanding her state's pricing regulations. She knows the minimum price points for various alcohol and tobacco products. This knowledge is the foundation of her pricing strategy. 2. Regular price audits. Betty conducts regular price audits in her store to ensure that all products, especially alcohol and tobacco, are priced by state regulations. She knows that failing to comply with pricing laws could result in fines or even her store's license suspension. 3. Vendor relationships. Betty maintains strong relationships with her alcohol and tobacco suppliers. She communicates her need to adhere to pricing regulations and requests that they provide pricing updates as necessary. This ensures that her store's inventory aligns with the latest pricing requirements. For employee training, Betty understands pricing compliance is a team effort. She trains her employees to know the pricing regulations, especially for age-restricted products. Her staff knows not to alter or discount prices in ways that violate state pricing laws. Five, Regular regulatory updates, Betty keeps a close eye on any updates or changes to pricing regulations. She subscribes to relevant newsletters and participates in industry associations to stay informed. This proactive approach helps her adjust prices promptly when necessary. 6. Displaying prices, Betty ensures that all prices for alcohol and tobacco products are displayed clearly and conspicuously in her store. She knows that transparency builds trust with customers and also satisfies regulatory requirements. 7. Record keeping. Sarah maintains detailed records of pricing changes and audits. This documentation indicates her store's compliance in case of any regulatory inquiries. For Betty, pricing compliance isn't just about avoiding fines. It's about promoting responsible sales and ensuring her store's reputation as a law-abiding, trustworthy establishment. By meticulously adhering to pricing regulations, she reinforces her commitment to selling alcohol and tobacco responsibly. As a convenience store manager, remember that pricing regulations can significantly impact your business. Be like Betty and make compliance with these regulations a fundamental part of your approach to responsible sales. This keeps you on the right side of the law and contributes to the responsible consumption of age-restricted products in your community. 1. Local zoning laws. Understanding and adhering to local zoning laws is another essential aspect of selling alcohol and tobacco responsibly as a convenience store manager. 
Zoning regulations determine where you can sell these products within your locality and can be pretty specific. Let's follow the journey of Bill, a diligent convenience store manager, and how he ensures that his store complies with local zoning laws related to the sale of alcohol and tobacco. Bill manages a convenience store in a suburban area with residential and commercial zones. Local zoning laws in his town delineate where businesses can sell alcohol and tobacco products. The primary aim of these zoning laws is to strike a balance between commerce and community well-being. Here's how Bill ensures his store operates within the bounds of these zoning laws. 1. Zoning research. Right from the start, Bill conducted thorough research into the local zoning laws. He examined zoning maps and regulations specific to his store's location to understand the designated areas where he could legally sell alcohol and tobacco. 2. Consultation with local authorities. Bill didn't hesitate to ask local zoning authorities for clarification. He wanted to ensure that he fully understood the nuances of the zoning laws and how they applied to his store. 3. Compliance and site selection. Bill chose a location within the commercial zone specified by local zoning laws for selling age-restricted products when he set up his store. This strategic site selection saved him from potential zoning violations down the road. 4. Updating permits. Bill diligently keeps his store's permits and licenses current. He knows that operating without the proper permits can result in fines and even the revocation of his license. 5. Periodic reviews. Bill makes it a habit to periodically review zoning laws, especially if there are any proposed changes in his local area. Being aware of possible amendments ensures that he can adapt his business practices accordingly. 6. Signage compliance. In line with local zoning requirements, Bill ensures that his store's signage reflects its status as a seller of age-restricted products. This helps customers and local authorities quickly identify his store's purpose. 7. Community engagement. Bill is actively involved in the local community, which helps him stay attuned to any concerns or discussions related to zoning changes that might affect his store. Engaging with residents and attending community meetings keeps him informed. By strictly adhering to local zoning laws, Bill avoids legal troubles and respects the spirit of these regulations. He acknowledges that zoning laws aim to create a harmonious balance between businesses and their neighborhoods. Bill's commitment to compliance fosters a positive reputation for his store within the community and reinforces the responsible sale of alcohol and tobacco. As a convenience store manager, recognizing and respecting local zoning laws is integral to your responsibility. By doing so, you ensure the legality of your business operations and contribute to your neighborhood's well-being. Preventing sales to minors. Preventing sales to minors is paramount. Ensure your store operates under a strict no-ID, no-sale policy. Educate your employees on the importance of this and enforce it consistently. Dealing with difficult customers. You may encounter challenging situations when customers dispute your decision to check their ID. Here are a few role-playing scenarios to help prepare your team. Scenario 1. The angry customer. I'm old enough. You don't need to see my ID. Scenario. The angry customer. Participants. Convenience store manager. Clifford. Angry customer, Sandy. Setting, Sarah enters the convenience store with a determined expression, her shopping basket in hand. She approaches the counter where Clifford, the store manager, stands, ready to assist. Clifford, good evening, ma'am. How can I help you today? Sandy, visibly annoyed, I just want my pack of cigarettes. You don't need to see my ID. Clifford, politely, I understand, ma'am. However, store policy and the law require us to check IDs to purchase age-restricted products like cigarettes. May I please see your ID? 
Sandy replies frustratingly, seriously, I'm clearly over 21. Why do you need to see it? Clifford replies calmly, I appreciate your frustration, but our store has a strict policy to ensure we sell age-restricted products responsibly. It does not reflect your age. We check everyone's ID, even our regular customers. Sandy sighs and reluctantly hands over her ID. Clifford checks the ID and verifies that Sarah is of legal age. Thank you, ma'am. Everything checks out. Here's your pack of cigarettes. Sandy takes the cigarettes, still a bit agitated. You didn't have to do that, you know. Clifford smiles politely. I understand it can be frustrating sometimes, but we want to ensure that we follow the law and keep our store compliant. It's a part of our commitment to responsible sales. Sandy nods, her frustration easing slightly. I guess I get it. It just seems a bit over the top. Clifford, understanding. I appreciate your understanding, ma'am. If you have any more questions or need assistance, please don't hesitate to ask. In this role-playing scenario, Clifford, the convenience store manager, effectively handles the situation with the angry customer, Sandy. He remained calm and polite throughout the interaction, clearly explaining the store's policy and the reasons behind checking IDs. While Sandy was initially frustrated, Clifford's professionalism and adherence to the store's policy helped defuse the situation, ensuring compliance with age verification regulations and maintaining a positive customer experience. Scenario 2, the fake ID customer, that's my real ID, it's not fake. Scenario 2, the fake ID customer, participants, convenience store manager, Emily, customer with suspected fake ID, Michael, setting, Michael enters the convenience store in a rush and heads directly to the alcohol section. The store manager, Emily, notices his haste and monitors the situation closely. Emily, good evening, sir. How can I assist you today? Michael, I just need a six-pack of beer. Emily, sure thing, sir. May I please see your ID? Michael, seriously, I'm 25. I left my ID at home. Emily, I understand, sir. However, I'm required to verify the age of everyone purchasing alcohol, regardless of how old they look. It's store policy in the law. Michael, this is ridiculous. I'm of legal age. Just sell me the beer. Emily, I apologize for the inconvenience. I cannot complete the sale without proper ID. It's for your safety and ours. Michael exhales in frustration and reluctantly hands over an ID. Emily examines the ID closely and notices inconsistencies between the photo and the hologram. I'm sorry, sir, but this ID appears irregular. I cannot accept it as valid. Michael becomes defensive. What? That's my real ID. It's not fake. Emily, I understand your concern, sir. However, I cannot proceed with the sale based on the irregularities I've observed. You can contact the issuing authority to clarify the situation if you believe there's been a mistake. Michael is frustrated. This is ridiculous. You just lost a customer. Emily maintains her composure. I apologize for any inconvenience, sir. Our priority is to follow the law and maintain the safety of our customers and the community. In this role-playing scenario, the convenience store manager, Emily, handles a problematic customer, Michael, who presents a suspected fake ID. Emily maintains a calm and professional demeanor, explaining the store policy and the reason behind checking IDs. She responsibly declines the sale when she notices irregularities with the ID, ensuring compliance with age verification regulations while prioritizing safety. Despite the customer's frustration, Emily upholds the store's commitment to responsible sales. Scenario 3, the Intimidator customer, you better sell me this or else. Scenario 3, the Intimidator customer, 
participants, convenience store manager, Jamie, intimidating customer, Jake, setting, Jake enters the convenience store with a stern expression. He approaches the alcohol section, takes a bottle of whiskey, and heads towards the checkout counter. Jamie, good evening, sir. How can I assist you today? Jake, in an aggressive tone, just ring up this whiskey for me. Jamie, calmly, absolutely, sir. May I please see your ID? Jake, becoming agitated, are you serious? I'm 30. Do I need an ID? Sarah, politely, I understand, sir. However, I need to check the age of everyone purchasing alcohol, no matter how old they appear. It's both store policy and the law. Jake raised his voice. This is ridiculous. I want to buy some whiskey. Jamie remaining composed. I apologize for any inconvenience, sir. But I cannot complete the sale without proper ID. It's for your safety and ours. Jake glares at Jamie as he leans closer. You better sell me this or else. Jamie politely but firmly, I'm here to follow the law and store policies. I can only proceed with the sale with the proper ID. Jake is becoming even more aggressive. You're making a big mistake. Jamie calmly, I'm just doing my job, sir. If you have any concerns, you can contact our corporate office. They'll gladly assist you. In this role-playing scenario, Jamie, the convenience store manager, handles an intimidating customer, Jake, who demands a sale without providing an ID. Jamie remained calm and polite throughout the encounter, explaining the store's policy and the legal requirements for age verification. She doesn't yield to intimidation tactics and maintains her commitment to responsible sales and legal compliance. Use these scenarios to practice handling difficult customers while upholding the law and your store's policies. Conclusion Selling alcohol and tobacco products in a convenience store comes with significant responsibilities. Beyond the legal requirements, it's about ensuring your customers' safety and well-being and maintaining your business's integrity. By adhering to regulations, checking IDs rigorously, and staying compliant with state and local laws, you fulfill your legal obligations and contribute to a safer and more responsible retail environment. Oh, and before I go, here are some questions for you to consider. Two, how would you handle a difficult customer who becomes confrontational when asked for ID? Three, can you identify areas where clear signage regarding age restrictions and responsible sales practices would be beneficial in your store? Four, could you provide additional training resources or materials to help your employees better understand and comply with alcohol and tobacco regulations? Remember, responsible sales are not just a legal obligation. They're a crucial aspect of maintaining your store's reputation and ensuring the safety of your community. Your commitment to these regulations sets a positive example for your team and your customers. Thank you for tuning in to another insightful episode of Thrive from the C-Store Center. I hope you enjoyed the valuable information. If you find it useful, please share the podcast with anyone who might benefit. Again, I'm Mike Hernandez. Goodbye and see you in the next episode.